You are listening to the Unlikely Felon podcast, episode number 20. Welcome to the Unlikely Felon livestream. This show is peppered with humor, entertains with inspiration, and presents real solutions to post-traumatic recovery. Here is your host, author, speaker, and mistake maker, W.C. Young. Welcome to the podcast. Great to be with you today as you, maybe like me or not, you're making your comeback from something. Maybe it's something small, big, dramatic, or or simple. I was inspired this week in an article in uh, Prevention Magazine. They, uh, I'm always doing research on health and self-development and comeback and a lot of the psychology behind trauma and, and what you can do. And, and they had a, a discussion about Every, everyone has things that you should quit doing, um, probably right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one. And we'll, uh, we'll cover a few of those. And you might just relate to it as well from the book, talking about uh, Graham's mental demise and how tough that was. Inspiration from a lady I knew. I think about her from time to time. I think you'll like that story. So what are some of the behaviors, habits, emotions you should stop now? Uh, I wanted to to cover some of these and give my perspective, as well as tie into maybe some things that that you're thinking about. The first one might be your shoulder shouldering responsibility for everything, and I find myself doing that. And one thing, a lot of us we don't want to be the victim, but then we end up we're shoulder, shouldering everything, every pain, every anxiety, every emotion that happens to us. And maybe one of the solutions is to delegate even if it doesn't seem worth it so that you're not responsible for every task and every project and every result. Um, secondly, are you tracking who disappoints you? I know some people, and I don't think they think of it that way, but are you, they track the people who've disappointed them instead, maybe notice who comes through. I mean, who's coming through for you? Who's benefiting your life? Who's making your life better? The third one is constantly checking your phone. <laughs> Boy, we've we've gotten into a world where, and I find myself doing that as well, where we're all just constantly checking our phones and people are trying to talk to you or uh, people are trying to get through to you. And I even really gotten good with my kids. Now they come in there, talk to me, I put the phone down and I really focus on their eyes and I try to listen to them. The other thing you can do too, is just take intentional breaks and just put the phone away for an hour, half a day if you can however long it is, maybe go for a walk, whatever it might be. How about uh, shopping for happiness? Is that something that some of us should quit doing immediately? Instead, really focus on those non-material things, those joys and experiences as uh, we're getting ready to do another camping camping trip next week. And I've talked about this on the cast where camping has been a new, <laughs> a, new uh, a new challenge for me. I'm more of a hotel resort sort of guy, but I've really been trying to get into the experience of it and what's happening with my wife and my kids and, and family members that are with us and forgetting about all the rest of the stuff. Right. And really, I think some people, they go out and they, they buy things. And I know people that buy cars and they buy boats and they buy this and they buy that and then they sell them. They get rid of this stuff. And it's like, they haven't figured out that that stuff isn't going to make them happy. <laughs> so a uh, fifth would be overthinking. And I do this one, I think quite a bit. You just, 
you think too much about. They say in sports, you get in your head, right? Maybe choking is a term, but you're overthinking. You're always worried. You're always in your own head. Just focus on what you can control, especially in these days. War, markets going a little crazy, all that stuff. Maybe just focus on what can you control. Number six is, are you holding on to grievances? Um, that was, a, I think, a big one that so many people have. And the term that I continue to come back to, which is um, Dr. Teal, I've talked about him before as well, just saying, just letting go, you know, loosen that grip on whatever it is and just let go of those grievances. Number seven, comparing yourself with the people around you. Oh, that's a tough one. They, I, I think um, it's so easy to do, right? And, and the problem is there'll always be somebody better looking than you, makes more money than you has a better career than you, a better family, a better, I mean, the list goes on and on. And so if you find yourself comparing to other people, it's just a losing battle. Maybe think about what makes you special, what makes you unique, what makes you, you, and really focus on how you can do that every day. Number eight, some physical ones. I thought uh, in the research, and this was in the magazine, um, these three were, were interesting, uh, sleeping very little. <laughs> oh boy. Some of us, there, there's a, uh, there's a lot of study and research on this. And I think the old eight hours, everybody's got to get eight hours. is probably more of a wives tale than reality. But a lot of the research says got to get that seven to seven and a half. In fact, I've seen late, lately lots of research saying if you get more than eight, like eight and a half, nine, it's bad. Or if you get less than seven, it's bad for you in a lot of different, different things. So I think there is just schedule that time, get to sleep, go to bed um, and, and get up when you need to. How about drinking everything but water and not enough of it? I know so many people, <laughs> they've got headaches all the time. And I, I laugh because I tell them I'm a big water drinker. I try to actually track my water. <laughs> yes, I'm a bizarre human being, but I do. And I, th- I find people that have low energy and they're, they get the headaches and all that. And they're dehydrated. Even my kids, I tell them all the time, daddy, I have a headache. I'm like, well, how much water have you had? None. Well, you're dehydrated. I think so many of us are going around in this world. People are drinking coffee and soda. I drink coffee. I love coffee, but they're drinking soda. They're drinking alcohol. They're drinking all these other things and they just don't drink enough water. You'd be shocked. I think how little people drink water and it kills your energy. How about, are you, um, sitting too much? Got uh, family members and friends. They've always got an excuse as to why they're not, they're not doing more, right? Why they're not moving around. And I, I love the story of Tony Robbins tells this story and he was, he was young in his younger days. He's doing motivational talks and self-development workshops and things. He has a lady come up to him and she says, Hey, Tony, I, I just want to tell you that. And she was, she was a heavy um, woman uh, physically looked like she was out of shape. Says to Tony, Hey, I, I want to tell you, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go do a whole bunch of research on diets and what I should eat and what I shouldn't eat and and then what I should do in the gym and what types of exercises are going to be best for me. And she goes on and on. He tells a story, probably talked to him for three or four minutes about this. And he literally was like, listen, what you need to do is just start moving. That's it. Don't worry about all the other stuff. Just start moving, walking, moving, moving. He said, best thing you could do is have somebody stand behind you and just yell as loud as possible, move. <laughs> And now go. And I think that's it. Just get out, get out there and walk, make it happen. So those are, those are just some thoughts. And again, uh, some research from prevention magazine on things that especially habits and behaviors that, uh, 
you might want to stop right now. Now, from from the book section today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Graham. As you know, Graham and, and Grandpa are the two main characters of the book, well, in addition to, to my wife, Kay, and myself. But I write, uh, in the spring of 2012, Graham's physical regression was starting to match her mental decline, though I wanted to spend time with her. Watching her continued decline each time I saw her made me sick and angry. I hated to see her like this. I think at times I was, it was funny because I, I think at times I was, I was mad at her, even though she couldn't do anything about it. And, and I'll talk a little bit more here in a second on that. And if you're going through this right now, somebody who has dementia or Alzheimer's, I, I feel you, I feel for you and I get it. It's, it's so difficult because they're just not the person they were. So I continued in the book. Plus I was losing my patience. I would think to myself, please stop asking the same goddamn question. I whispered under my breath each time I walked into, and on the book I call it Peak View, but that was not the name of the assisted living. Um, but upon my arrival, the awful smell was always the first thing I noticed. In the spring, it seemed like a mixture of overcooked lunch food combined with bodily fluids. In winter, the odor, order was, odor was more like dirty laundry mixed with a wet dog. Anybody know that smell? So here I am. I want to spend time with her and I'm, I'm walking in there and it just put me in a bad mood right off the bat. Okay. And each time I, I visited her, my frustration and guilt would expand. And I write, it was an overwhelming test of patience. I'd make it over on a Saturday or Sunday with my main goal of completing two hours without wanting to jump off the highest building. <laughs> Literally, I would, it was in, it was in, I felt like I was going nuts. Right? And I, I write, or to grab a sharp knife and shove it through my throat. <laughs> I usually found her in the main group living area, sitting in a red chair, smiling into space. I'd stop and look at her, thinking to myself, now, now here is this incredible lady who at one time was magnificent, glowing, beautiful creature with a razor sharp mind. She was literally like a college professor or a brain surgeon. I write, but who now asked the same questions over and over and over like a broken record? I want to take a a quick break. We have a new sponsor this week. Are you hungry for popcorn? This week's sponsor is Sizzle Popcorn. Popcorn is a go-to when you want to sit down and enjoy the show. So today, bring out the sizzle and make the moment memorable. I still uh, miss Graham just talking about that story from the book, and I wish it hadn't ended like that. But, you know, that's life, and especially with uh, dementia and Alzheimer's and all the things that we deal with there. So anyways, our inspiration story this week, I was somebody I, I think about um, every now and again, and somebody I knew would just call her Mary. Mary, uh, I coached her son in basketball, and this was, I think, I don't know, seven or eight years ago. It's It's been a while. And at the time, she was around 28, 29, um, when you'd think uh, two small kids, and you'd think in the prime of your life, right? And she ended up with a devastating form of colon cancer, and apparently they didn't catch it in time, or I, I don't know too much about that, but she lasted about six months and, and ended up dying. We had uh, all the players on our team sign a ball for her, and we gave it to her at halftime. And she, uh, the thing, she was always smiling. She left, as I mentioned, she left behind two young children. But what I remember most was, and, and what I think about from, from time to time, is how she never acted like a victim. I mean, think about that for a minute. 28 or 29, it's that that awful nightmare that you would think about that the doctor tells you, you, you have six months to live. <laughs> and you're, no, 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 seriously, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, a game or a workshop we're at. And she never did. She took care of her kids right to the end. And it reminds me of 
what I should stop doing and uh, continue or or start doing when I, I think about Mary. So if you have a Mary in your life, uh, tell them how much you love them, what they mean to you. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you you like the list. You know, we went through the list of maybe those some of those things you should stop doing. Um, things like shouldering that responsibility for everything you know you are, or maybe tracking who disappoints you, right? Keeping track of that stuff. Um, some people say who they're going to get back. I've said it before, but the greatest way to get back at anybody is in, just to have incredible success in your life. That's the greatest uh, way to do it. I think um, uh, Frank Sinatra said that that was the the way to do it. How about overthinking? Um, yeah, are you too much in your head and are you moving enough? Remember that Anthony Robbins story? <laughs> Kay and I, when we, when we're talking about different things, of course we need to improve our health and, and lose a few pounds, but we'll talk about that story. And it's like, just remember, maybe we'll just go out this afternoon, and just move, <laughs> just, just walk, walk where, I don't know, just walk. So anyways, I hope uh, it was great to connect today. I hope you like this stuff. Keep the, the feedback coming. I'm so thankful. Lots of, uh, Amazon, reviews. I think there's 31 or 32 on there now. And just great for the book, The Unlikely Felon. If you get a chance, grab it. I hope you have a great, a fantastic holiday weekend and, and that you celebrate our country. And and real quick, I know there's lots of things to fix. And you know what? There will always be lots of things to fix for this country. And there's probably some things this country should stop doing. But here's the thing. Just focus on what's great in your life and what you're grateful for in this country and try to celebrate that this weekend. What do you say? Have a great week. This is WC Young. Remember, sometimes the best way to help the world is to make mistakes. Goodbye for now. If you enjoyed this cast, you must check out the website, unlikelyfelon.com. You can buy WC's new book, sign up for the newsletter, and see his speaking engagement schedule.